0: You know, um, in, in the movie, in The Matrix, he's, you know, Morpheus tells him, you take the blue pill, you wake up and you believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, and i show you how far down the rabbit hole goes. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and that's kind of what reformed theology is. It's like, I was calling it, it's like a red pill. It's like red pill theology. And then when I was looking more into it, I learned that others have given that nickname as well and have called it that red pill theology because it just um it's like a paradigm shift it when you start getting into reform theology you escape the matrix of the modern church that's full of false teachings and false doctrines you know what i mean and um and very loose and vague discernment and so um it, it was like deconstruction and simultaneously reconstruction it wasn't just like deconstruction like what people who lose their faith go through and then become atheists no no it was like deconstruction and at the same time reconstruction it was a paradigm shift it's like everything i thought i knew about church and how the christian life was supposed to be and um acceptable practices and traditions and the Christian culture and the worship and all that, and however it 's like everything I thought I knew I feel, it was like everything I know is a lie, you know what I mean like everything I know is like that's it's not right it's crazy and then it, it, it so it's kind of like it 's a paradigm shift. you start deconstructing and reconstruction, and then your eyes are open to the truth of god 's word, and then it's like man, like how did the state of the church in America get this bad? You know what I mean. And it's like, how did we let this happen? Where did we go wrong? And then you start studying church history, and Reformed theology. It comes from the Protestant Reformation. Well, back back with the the reformers, and you start seeing that for hundreds, of, for several hundred years, since the Protestant Reformation, um, the early church fathers and the reformers, like we were pretty much, for the most part, on the same page, as far as our theology and our beliefs go. For several hundred years since the um since the protestant reformation when we got back on track when we went back on the scriptures we went back to the scriptures and started searching for truth came out the lies and the false teachings uh, 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 of the church of christ you know like came out of the catholic church out from their oppression and their false teachings and traditions and works and all that came out from that we went back to the truth of the scriptures you know what I mean? and for several hundred hundred years we was on the same page yes there were false teachings and false doctrines and heresies and false teachers that popped up every now and then but the 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 church fathers and the reformers like they would shut it down as soon as that as soon as like heresy would pop up they would fight it and they would shut that down and they would fight it with god's word you know what I mean? and um, Like they would be quick to shut that stuff down But then You look at the last So for several hundred years we're on the same page You look at the last 250 years Especially here in America Like around the last 200 250 years You see that this is the time frame That all the false teachings That all the false doctrines That all the religious cults and false denominations That this is where They really started rising and taking off and gaining a foothold in our culture you know what i'm saying like um like this is the time frame like the last 200 years or so last 250 years that this is where most of the most of the uh false teachings and just the outrageousness this is where it all started and if and people just uh look at the churches today and they just accept it like this has always been the normal like these teachings uh, of all this crazy stuff, like like this has always been the church, or you know what I mean, or like, <laughs> or they like to say like God is doing something new, you know what I mean? God is doing something different, you know what I mean? And now, man, like you look at where we were at for several hundreds of years from the Protestant Reformation, from the reformers, and it was lining up with God's word, and now the last 200, 250 years ago, we done went to all kind of craziness, and um. A lot of other people have similar testimonies they look at they start searching for truth they start searching at for um for biblical answers and a more solid foundation and they arrive through their own studies they arrive at uh reformed theology so look like if if you want to do the same maybe you maybe you have no idea what i'm talking about uh maybe you're interested and you're like i would kind of like to learn more or maybe you've been told like um, lies and common misconceptions about reform theology and you're like nah that's not where it is I've heard people preach against that and stuff well I encourage you to look into it for your own don't go by what even don't go by what other people tell you even your own pastor like don't just listen to him because he's your pastor like pray about it look at the scriptures for yourself try to do like what I said I did look at it unbiasedly like just like as if you don't know anything and then just start studying and look at both sides and what they're saying and counter arguments and debates and conferences and all that one of the best ways if you really want to see what's wrong with um the the modern false church like what's wrong with the churches in the matrix like what i'm talking about there's a documentary that came out it's called the american gospel man watch that mug like I didn't know about it until after I was already researching Reformed Theology and then that's how I found it you know I me mean? and then I was like man this is, this is exactly like some of the conclusions I was coming to on my own when I was already studying Reformed Theology was just confirmed when I was watching the documentary you know I me mean? and but for a lot of people the american gospel documentary is how they're introduced to the truth that's how they're introduced to reform theology and then they go from there and if even if you look on facebook you'll see literally hundreds of testimonies on their page or on facebook about people how when they watch that documentary like it, it just it it spoke to them and they received the truth and they or even if they didn't they didn't like what they were hearing but it challenged what they believed so they started looking into it for themselves they started looking into it how could people believe this way you know what i mean like what like what people believe that and they start researching they start looking into why they start looking at the scriptures you know what i mean and then uh, a lot of people they uh the same same situation i was in they they feel that because of their convictions and beliefs now they can no longer be uh at the church that they're at they got to go try to find a church that you know, preaches um, what they believe and how they feel and what they believe is the truth and that lines up with the truth. <clears throat> and uh, so if you're interested in learning more or if you want to know or if you don't know anything about it and you're interested, look up the American Gospel documentary. There's different places you can watch it like Netflix, uh, Prime Video, I think. But even if you don't have all that, YouTube has uh, a one hour long free version you could look up. Just look up the American Gospel you'll get the 1 hour long free version man watch that mug for real and then you have a sequel out called American Gospel Christ Crucified I think no no the first one's called American Gospel Christ Alone Christ Alone American Gospel Christ Alone second one is called American Gospel Christ Crucified I think but that's a good one too watch that too and then um if you want to further escape the matrix um <clears throat> highly recommend uh the book by john MacArthur, strange fire where's it at right here here we go hey strange fire oh no i killed yoda my bad baby yoda yeah highly recommend that book strange fire um say say you're not a you're not a book person you can't read a lot i, I don't have time to read a lot it's, it's a struggle for me to read so check it out uh you can look at the audio book strange fire got an audio book you can look at the audio book um but say you ain't really an audio book person because i sometimes i have to force myself to get into audio books because it's just easier for me to to get into a book without having to make time to sit down and read like while i'm operating but some people and i understand the audio book has that monotone voice kind of puts you to sleep you know what i mean it's hard to pay attention like i just some people just can't do it so if you can't do that if you can't do the book if you can't do the audio book, look up the strange fire conference on youtube there's like 19 videos i think each one's like 45 minutes to an hour long it was the conference they had when that book was coming out and in each video it's a different it's a different speaker it's a different preacher talking about the different things that that book talks about and they give like a um a, a, a like a sermon or they bring a message over different things that that book addresses and uh just yeah so if you don't want to read or you can't get into audiobooks look it up on youtube watch the american gospel documentary at least the first one the one hour long free version watch the the strange fire conference on youtube like if you can't read if you can't get into it but you know what before you do that before you watch the strange fire conference what would probably be better for you? Because some people. When, when they get into the technical side of things. Um, they're going to be bored. They're going to lose interest. Some people just need to be slapped with the truth. Some people just need that shock factor. Like, look, this is fake. This is wrong. Look at this stuff. It's ridiculous. And then they'll be interested in the technical side of it. So if you're one of those people like that. Before you check out the strange fire conference. I need you to look up clouds without water by Justin Peters, find his seminar clouds without water by Justin Peters. It's on YouTube. I think it might be like 4 one hour long videos or something like that. Each video is like an hour long, but look it up. Justin Peters clouds without water and you will be amazed. He will, he has like a discernment ministry <clears throat> and the the most famous preachers in the prosperity gospel and the word of faith movement and the new apostolic reformation probably some of the preachers you like to listen to uh hey he will put them on blast and he will show you the error of their ways and their theology and he will just make you question like why did i ever listen to these people in the first place like how did i not catch this stuff and realize this stuff so like i ain't so he takes their own it's not just him saying stuff he takes their clips from their messages and stuff they've said their teachings their sermons so look that up look that up. clouds without water by justin peters man watch all four videos so you can be slapped with the truth then after that you want to get into the technical side and learn what the truth is then go watch the strange fire conference you know what I mean but uh and then before you do any of that, watch at least watch the one hour free version of the American gospel. And that right there should be enough to jumpstart your escape from the matrix of the modern false church. You know what I mean? Um or at least get you in the right direction. You know what I mean? <clears throat> you ain't gotta do all that, but I'm just saying if you're interested, uh that's just some of the resources I found that, you know, that I didn't find later on until I was studying, until I was researching on my own. And um, those would be really good for people that just don't know where to start, or don't know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? But so anyway, we uh we came to that conclusion that uh, we just we can't do this anymore. We gotta we gotta at least we gotta at least try to find something else. You know what I mean? I just I, I can't I can't be at peace with myself. You know, if I at least don't try to find. A reformed church. Or that, that lines up with what we believe. And what we think. So. I told I told the pastor of the church. My long time near and dear brother in Christ. One of my best friends. It was hard. You know what I mean. Um, it was difficult to say. But. <clears throat> you know I told him that. He said he understood. Um, and so yeah. So that's what happened. so. We. I started checking out churches for about three months. uh, I started checking out churches. What I would do first is I would uh, check out churches online. You know, uh, almost every church was going uh, virtual, putting their uh, services on social media because of the pandemic. So, you know, uh, throughout the week, I'd be looking up churches. i look at their website. Look, I want to see their statement of beliefs. Uh, if they had one first of all i want to see if they have one then i want to see what they believed i looked at the past couple sermons you know i started narrowing it down okay well i found like you know three or four churches that might be good two were close by you know i mean this and this and um so then i found one that was close by to us 10 minutes down the street like hop skipping a jump down the street and around the corner so i was like that might be good they and uh they teach reformed theology. Only thing is it was a presbyterian church. Uh personally, me in my reformed theology, I take more of a reformed Baptist stance. You know what I mean, reformed Baptist view. But uh presbyterians, they teach reformed theology too. There's some differences and um There are some areas that, um, that I don't quite agree with, you know what I mean? But, but, uh, I, I checked out the church, uh, I checked it out online. I was like, they had a podcast. I listened to the podcast. I listened to the pastor's sermon. We watched a couple live services. And then one Sunday I was like, okay, I'm gonna go in person. I'm gonna go check it out. So I went by myself first because when I was single dad and I had my daughter, I had full custody of her. I had my daughter full-time and so whenever i would go visit a new church that i would never been to i would always go by myself first other than that my daughter was always coming with me wherever i went to go to churches except if it was a church that i was a stranger to because i wanted to see how they work i wanted to see the people there what the, what they do with the kids like the 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 children's you know area or classroom or whatever how it worked and everything so um i went to go check it out and so this was no difference i went by myself first just to like kind of scope the scene and see how it goes and everything. And uh, it was good, you know, I liked it. Um, uh, everything was good. <laughs> and then uh, the pastor preaching everything. And then he started, the pastor starts making jokes Um, about beer, right? The pastor starts making jokes about beer. And uh, I'm like, you know uh he gonna say root beer he making a joke and he he said somebody you know have a beer and i'm like oh he gonna say root beer you know i heard pastors make that joke before nah he didn't say root beer (laughs) i I said oh okay it's weird he said something else at the end of the service about a beer about beer again something about beer again i'm like "Mm, he ain't gonna say root beer like that's not the joke was i know he ain't talking about real beer right he never said root beer so i was like man what's going on so then they take the they take the Holy Communion like they do at the end of every service, right? So I go up there and uh I I I take it and stuff. And uh I'm thinking, you know, it's uh, it, it's it's juice. <laughs> you know what I mean? And when I take it I say, Oh man, that don't taste like juice. Oh, that taste like that with real wine. They get real wine in their communion? You know, I'm not look, I'm not saying look, like, I'm just saying it shocked me because that's not what I was used to. So I was like, man, what's going on here? I was like, this taste like no real wine, real alcohol. So then uh, they close. pastor praise. And now I hear him say something about beer again. I'm like, this dude keeps talking about beer. What's going on? Right? So then later that week, I, I'm, I go, I, I'm listening to their podcast, right? I'm in the machine. I'm still checking out their podcast, trying to see what they're about. I liked it because they had like a Wednesday uh, Not a service But they had like a theology class Every Wednesday Like an actual theology Where they, they taught Reformed theology And like broke it down And everything I'm like man That's that's live And they even had it live on YouTube And I watched it a couple of days A couple of Wednesdays And so I'm checking out their podcast And I'm looking at the older episodes You know going back Because I listened to the new stuff already So then um, I hear an episode where in the beginning of the episode, the pastor and the and, and the guy he does the podcast, so I don't know if he's like the associate pastor or something, I don't know. But he say, um, we got like a treat today and uh we're gonna we're gonna review some beers today. I, I I say what? He said, Yeah, we got we got like two or three different beers and uh we're gonna be reviewing them and uh we got this time for a cup, we're gonna pour them in here. I wanna hear what the pastor has to say about this kind of beer. And the pastor's like, mm, yeah, you know, I love beer. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and uh, uh, he's drinking the beer. And he's like, oh, yeah, this beer reminds me of this kind of beer. And it has a flavor similar to this kind of beer. But, you know, uh, it's more smoother than this kind of beer. And, you know, this kind of beer is one of my favorite beers. And this kind of reminds me of that beer. And I'm like, huh? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is this dude talking about? And then so... So then they say, okay, in the next episode, you know, check us out next week, because we're going to review, we're going to be, I'm going to bring like seven different kinds of beers and we're going to be reviewing like seven different kinds of beers. And then, um, and then, uh, they're like, be on the lookout for the next episode. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. so I look for the next episode. It's not there. It's gone. It's deleted. And, uh, I kept looking for, I went to their website. Like that episode is nowhere to be found on their podcast. So my train of thought is they like somebody told them like y'all out of line y'all tripping with this podcast episode y'all tasting all this beer and talking about nothing but beer y'all need to delete this so they probably took it down but they didn't know about they didn't they didn't realize the other episode was still there where they reviewed tasted and reviewed like the two or three different kind of beers and then announced what they were going to do in the next episode that they deleted (laughs) and then it clicked on me i was like ah so when he was talking about beer over and over in the service it it went the root beer joke that i've heard pastors say before he was for real about beer and i was like oh now it makes sense why there was real wine in the communion (laughs) i was like what (laughs) and um look the the topic of whether wine should be used for communion and if it's not used for communion is that a sin and does the bible say you can't drink it says you can't get drunk does it say you cannot drink um, at all you know that that, those are topics that could make a whole other episode and I probably will get to that one day in the future Uh, my stance is you shouldn't drink at all like me being a, a former alcoholic that I was delivered from that like look nothing good ever came from it you know what I mean I know there is reformed people mainly Presbyterians that are like it's okay to drink you know have some table talk you know um, go have, catch a drink with your disciples or your theology students and talk about some stuff um, as long as you don't get drunk and you know if you're going to do it like, it's almost like they're like prestigious about it. You know what I mean? Like they drink only the finer, higher class, high quality beers. And um they like talk about how good they are and review man beer does not taste good. I'm sorry. on know y'all lying to yourselves. Don't nobody taste beer and say "Mmm, this is good. Like like the taste of beer in general. Like if you're a beer drinker you could taste different kinds of beer and like this beer tastes better than this one or this beer tastes different than this one and I prefer this one. I get that. But you can't just tell me like, "Oh man, the beer the taste of beer is good." Like, don't nobody drink beer for the taste. Don't nobody drink beer to review the flavor. People drink beer to feel something and get drunk. And my stance is I just think you shouldn't do it. I mean, I can't show you a Pacific verse that says not to do it. Um but um it does say not get drunk and i don't think you should because nothing good has ever came from it In my personal experience in my opinion and just in general many other people there's more bad than good that came from it and one drink can quickly turn into one more drink into oh i just had one more drink and one more drink and then before you know it you out of there uh john McArthur has a uh a good uh sermon about that and he he breaks it down and he really gives you some stuff to think about and uh but anyway that's a whole nother topic for another episode but th- this is my experience when i went to this church and i was like oh no i'm sorry i mean i'm sorry like if that's what he believed and he and the pastor himself drank had a drink every now and then that's one thing you know I me mean? that that that's one thing right there i'm not saying i agree with it or you know I feel a certain way about it but like that's one thing but to be talking about beer like that from the pulpit then to have a, a podcast ministry representing the church and you reviewing beers it's almost like you bragging and boasting about it i'm like oh no no can't now so i left that church alone i was like i like the reform theology they teach and all that but it's just nope can't do it and you know presbyterians they they believe they believe in the believers baptism but they also believe in the infant baptism and that was something i looked into extensively because once i found out then okay i'm reformed in my theology it's like um there's different types of reformed people so it's like what do i believe where do i stand on these these issues within reformed theology for example a reformed baptist versus a presbyterian you know what i mean so um infant baptism uh, it's something I looked into a lot and well, I do think there there is some kind of argument that could be made uh, it's not enough to convince me or I think to um, to um, to make that a practice like it's just not there it's not in the it's not enough in the scripture you know what I'm saying to to um, to establish that as a um, as an ordinance, um, infant baptism. From what I've seen, like I've, I looked into it extensively because it's like, like I said, I went into it unbiasedly. I looked into uh, both sides, what both sides had to say, and these are both Reformed people, and um, yeah, for me, it's like I, I see what they're saying. I see what they're trying to say like and they, they may they may they, there's a, there's some kind of argument they can make but it's just it, it, it's not enough it's not it's not there it, it it i just don't see it in the text you know what i mean but uh yeah but i was willing to because of everything else they taught i was willing to look past that and um <clears throat> especially because it's like they don't they they were saying that they don't require that they they if you want it they put the option out there but but it's like nah after that experience I am like, oh no, uh uh-uh. uh. I don't know about that. So then there was another so then there was a, a reformed church I found in Waco and uh I never went personally to check it out. But I did listen to some sermons online. And um it was a Reformed Baptist church, only one I know about in Waco. And uh It looks like they had just started out I uh, I forgot what it said, a year or two ago. And um it looked all right. I li- I listened to the messages. Uh they were they they were pretty good, but it's just I don't know, it's just Mm, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it's just you you I mean maybe in person it would have been different, but it's just I just I didn't I didn't feel that I didn't feel that feeling like, man, that's that's the one. You know what I mean? and um so so what we ended up doing is i kept looking into other churches there was another um uh uh, baptist church i found that um that had that was reformed in their theology but they were kind of leaning more towards the liberal side of reformed you know what i mean and um or the progressive side of reformed i guess i should say and uh th- 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 that's what i'm talking about it was stuff like that it was like they were re- the other church too it was reformed but i don't know it's just it's it's just i don't know um di- different strokes for different folks i guess you know what i mean but and like like the other one i found like they were more progressive they were reformed but they were more progressive you know what I'm saying? They seem to be a little bit more woke in their theology and I went with all that. So we're looking, we're looking, you know what I mean? I'm 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 researching different churches. So within these three months that we're doing this, um we don't want to be going nowhere, like like we realize that. Like we don't want to be going to no church at all. We don't want that for us. We don't want that for our kids. So I hit up I hit up my homeboy, the pastor, uh, from the church I left. You know, one of my best friends. You know, I hit him up and I say, "Hey man, uh you know I let I let him know what was going on. We laughed about the story about you know the church with the pastor preaching about beer and everything. <clears throat> we laughed about that, and I told him I said, "Hey." Um, would it be all right if, uh, you know, uh, me and my wife and my family, we come visit y'all this Sunday? You know, because we're not going nowhere right now. You know, we do miss y'all. You know, we're good friends with y'all and stuff. And, um, you know, we uh, <clears throat> miss the fellowship and everything. It's like, we just want to come visit. He's like, yeah, okay. So we went to go visit one Sunday. And then um, we kept looking, kept, uh, kept researching other churches and stuff. And then... um we uh, went back. Uh, we went to visit another, again another Sunday. Uh, they had like a fellowship dinner. They invited us. I was like, yeah, we'll probably come through. You know, we'll come visit. We'll eat. And so we did that. And then um, <clears throat> within that time, maybe we went to go visit another Sunday. And um, it wasn't consecutive, though. Like Sunday after Sunday. It was just because we didn't want to give the wrong idea. Like we were coming back. Uh, we missed them. We wanted to go somewhere. But at the same time. Um Like we're trying to find somewhere That we feel like is a good fit And uh That we're gonna be uh, Spiritually fed at you know And uh So then um <clears throat> I'm kinda exhausted Kinda frustrated from looking at Like man I just can't find I I know there's no such thing as a perfect church But I just can't find Like What I'm looking for I guess You know what I mean like um, um. I don't know. I, I like just that, that that feeling. Like, yeah, that's that's the place. You know what I mean? Like, like that's 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 the uh, that's the flock where, where we belong. You know what I mean? Like, just the the whole the the praise and worship, the preaching, the 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 fellowship. You know the structure of the church. You know all that. Like, it's just like yeah that's you know me and um but at the same time like i said i'm not i want to make sure that we're not using that as an excuse because there's some people who they say oh yeah i'm looking for a new church you know and um they go on a whole year looking for a new church two three years later oh they never found one they still looking but (laughs) you know what i'm saying I, i know people like that They left the church because of whatever reason they didn't agree with something. And then, um, oh yeah, we tried out some other churches. We've been trying out a different church every Sunday. And then all of a sudden, oh, uh, with every church they find, they're picking out something wrong. Oh, I don't like this, I don't like this. I don't agree with that, I don't agree with that. And they end up never going to church. And that turns into like an excuse, you know what I mean? And uh, we wanted to be very careful about that. And we didn't want to stay disconnected from from uh from other believers for too long and so that's why we were visiting off and on within those months where we were looking and so that happened <clears throat> and so finally one sunday you know i just i tell my wife i said well um it, it was a while it was been a couple of weeks since the last time we visited and i said man i just you know it's, lately i just i just feel like going back i've thought about it and she was like yeah you know i thought about it too i was like yeah because like we we've been with them for a long time and they are like really good friends with us and um you know they treat us like family and um uh like we we you know we're we're happy to always see them and and uh, fellowship with them and stuff, and, and that's not a reason. That's not a good enough reason, I know, to say like this is the church I'm going to because of those people. But it's just we were already a part of that church, you know what I mean? Uh, from the very beginning, when we when we started it with them, and it was just like I don't know. Sometimes I, I I can we can't find nothing else. Maybe it's for a reason, you know. Maybe we should just go back for the time being. Uh, and just stick around there and then we 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 kept talking about it we thought about it a little bit more and then finally i told her one day i was like you know what i was like uh what i'm gonna do i'm gonna start my own ministry i was like i'm gonna get back into the podcasting and uh, i've been wanting to do something different with my podcast you know the brother roscoe show And uh, it's going to start there, I'm going to start the ministry there. But then on top of that, I want it to go further than that. I want to create like an actual ministry, like just for preaching and teaching and make like a Facebook page for it and everything. And then once that grows, I want to take that to the next level. And I want to start my own church from the ministry. I want to take, I want the ministry, I want to grow the ministry. And then I want to take the ministry and I want to start my own church. And, um, I'm going to do what I can do to, uh, fulfill the great commission to be an ambassador for the kingdom of heaven. While I'm here on earth, I'm going to preach the truth. Um, I'm going to take a stance against, uh, false teachings and, you know, saying uh heretical and blasphemous teachings and, you know, just going to try to reach people and let those who have ears hear and, and, uh. So, you know, that's pretty much the plan. And then um, I, I, one of the things I also said is I wanted to grow through the power of the gospel. I want to do these other stuff like these other churches are doing like free food and, you know, what I'm what saying like um, uh, like like festivals and, and movie nights and, you know, all this other stuff, all these other activities. They be trying to get people in to come in with like, nah, it's like it's supposed to biblical evangelism is preaching the gospel and so that's 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 what i want to do i I, am i'm gonna i'm going get back in the podcast get back with the ministry once the podcast grows the ministry is going to come out of the podcast into its own podcast maybe you know into its own ministry to its own platform and then once it grows there um if god blesses it and it's god's will then through the providence of god the ministry is going to be taken to the next level and i'm gonna start my own reform church and uh so 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 that was the plan that was the idea but um i was saying i still got a lot of learning to do i still i still want to do more research more studying i want to get more into it and so i was like what if for now what if we call them we sit down with them we have a conversation with them um I like to go into more uh, more detail about why we left, about why I felt the way I felt, you know what I mean, and then we see what they say, and then depending on how the conversation goes, we ask them about us coming back to be for now coming back to be uh, a member of their church again, whether it's for six months, a year, two years, three years. You know, what I mean, like for now, and so that's what we did. We uh, we called them, uh, they were just getting out of church. Uh, we called them, uh, we we, we got ready, we went to go meet them to go eat somewhere, and then uh, we came back to, to our home right here, sat down with them, um, had a conversation with them, you know, heart to heart, you know, without the kids, the kids went in the room to go play, and um, we talked about a lot of stuff they understood where we were coming from um they were um they were happy they expressed that they were happy that even though we weren't going there we were continuing to grow like i was continuing to learn i was continuing to to uh to study um i was having these experiences still like with these other churches that even that i'm thankful for that that helped me grow you know what i mean and um so uh in the end um they listened to what i had to say i explained a lot of stuff about the different views and stuff we had and uh yeah so it's, it's not like they said like you know we're gonna change everything and this and this but they said that um you know they were gonna be open to it uh like i said from conversations me and him have I can tell that uh, he has researched some stuff. He has looked into it. Some of the stuff that, that I've talked about that I've sent to him or that or that uh, we've talked about. And um, so, I don't know. So, you know, it's a start, that's a start. So, you know, me and my wife, you know, I told her, I was like, well, we can work with that. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so for the time being, uh, we're, we're gonna come back there. And we asked them, they were like, yeah, you know, anytime they were like, you're always welcome back y'all were here with us from the beginning you know we missed y'all and i was like man i missed y'all too my wife my wife you know was like yeah he misses somebody to bounce the craziness off of because me and, and, and and my brother in christ we like we we like the almost the same brand of crazy we bounce the craziness off each other and uh so uh for the time being uh that's where we are right now that's where we're currently congregating at uh i did tell them that even though we want to come back and we want to be members again for right now i don't want to be as involved like i was doing the radio program and doing the podcast and the youtube channel like i don't want to i don't want to be that involved right now because i want to focus more on studying i want to focus more on learning more, researching more, getting deeper into the word and then working on my own podcast doing like what I'm doing right now. Like it's hard enough trying to find free time to read and to listen and to study and then to do stuff like this to make videos and then to edit them, produce them or whatever. You know what I mean? A lot of my stuff I don't edit. I try to stay real minimal. Um depending on this how how this sounds with the turtle beach and the fan on over there, I might have to edit the audio. I don't know but um it might turn out good i don't know but uh yeah so that's where i am right now <laughs> i know it seemed like a whole bunch of build up and there's like you know no climatic ending but uh that hey that's where i am right now so we went back and um we're part of their congregation for right now um i'm there to kind of help uh in 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 ways that I can help, but at the same time I'm not trying to be involved as much as I was. Um For the sole reason that um I want to learn more and stuff because it starts with this. It starts with the podcast. Like I said, this is the video to the podcast episode, but not every episode of the podcast is gonna have a video. But it starts here, you know me. It starts with my testimony, it starts with me talking about my journey. And then I'm gonna get into other stuff I want to get into all kind of stuff I want to get into the Bible get into the word um, just, just all, all kind of stuff it starts with the brother Roscoe show Then not the brother Roscoe show the ministry I want to come I, w- I want it to come out of that and then have its own platform and grow and then if God blesses it and if it's in God's will and it, and, and, and through the providence of God the, the the ministry will go to the next level and it'll become a church. I mean that's that's what it is, babe. <laughs> so hey, that's where I am right now. From the last episode where I shared my testimony and how I got saved and and my conversion and how the regeneration process started and I became a new creature born again. And then all the way from the first church until the other churches I went through into where I'm at right now in my walk in my journey um my plans for the future uh the next step to take you know I me mean? like I said it, it might be 6 months from now might be a year from now might be 2 years from now might be 5 years from now I don't know it's just going to depend on God's will uh on the providence of God you know what I'm saying and then the illumination of the holy spirit like when, uh, the more i study and the more the word is illuminated to me and uh it just has to do with all that so um yeah so the good the bad the ugly um that's pretty much the story of, of my faith journey all the way from the good examples and the positive role models i had to the bad examples and the negative role models i had the good experiences i had in in churches and in my growth my spiritual growth and the bad experiences i had in churches that also helped my spiritual growth and took me to the place where i'm now where i'm more solid in, in, in my foundation and in my biblical knowledge and my understanding and my belief and then Uh, i'm excited that i'm just i'm finally doing this and i'm making these episodes that i'm making this you know the hardest part is starting it you know what i'm saying so i'm just excited to to be doing this and i hope i can continue to do this and i hope if you if you listen to it all the way to this far and if you listen to the the other episodes and you continue to listen to the other episodes i hope it's a blessing to you i hope you got something out of it i just want to say i appreciate everybody listening to me i love each and every one of you in the love of the lord and this is a long episode and um it's getting late and i'm already kind of tired i don't know if i look sleepy right now or not if compared to when i first started but i know we had just got home we had we had ate fat and we had went shopping you know the, the kids about to start school we did some little school shopping and then i came home like man i am finna make a video and it's been going on for a whole minute (laughs) but i hope somebody got something out of it and uh just uh be blessed yeah